All right, let's start. Let's fucking go. Um, was good. I almost. I don't even know. Or I almost under. Our brother almost forgot to intro his own goddamn old show. What's good, guys? This is R A G representing Generation, aka Rag, with hostess with the mostest, Malik, Amir, P. Um, I I might have to pee actually. I'm not sure. I, don't, I think I have to pee. Um. But you, I can go by Malik, my government, or uh, I guess my pseudonym, even though it's not really a pseudonym anymore. Because, no, I guess allude to it, uh, Amir, which is also a part of my government. But, yeah, you, y'all can call me other one, or just me as other one as such. But as long as you're listening, um, as long as you're listening, I appreciate you, like, from... The bottomest of my heart. I know I've been gone for oh so long since January. I did an update, I think, last month, if I am not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken. Let her brother check if if it was last month or was it th- No, no. It probably was last month, right? Because it's my first recording since that time. Yeah, I think it was last month. Yeah. First recording since that time. So, we back. We striking while the iron is hot. Not really. Um... Let me also know if y'all... Because I did a poll on my Instagram a while back ago. Let's see if I can find it. I think I said to talk about sports, but I should have also um, put or asked, hey, do y'all want me to, what you call it, talk about um, like popular stuff, like pop stuff. Um, anything that's like news related in the pop world, music or popular people, celebrities wise. Um like, do y'all want me to do that? Would be cool for me to do that? And would y'all listen? Probably I would also get more uh, viewership, listenership, sorry. I'm not doing video as far as y'all know. <laughs> um, I'm not doing video as far right now. So, um, yeah. Drop the roof and let the smoke clear. That's part of recommendations today as well, because I've been listening to Mad Brent Fires. But we will get to that at the end of the show. Um, I'm trying to look for right now. I'm in my archives story on my Insta win stuff, Insta Instagram, right? Um, I'm trying to find the poll I put. I'm trying to find the poll I put. Maybe that was February. Maybe. I'm not sure. You know what? I don't think it even matters right now. I don't think it even matters. But I, it, it was for... Uh, oh, yeah, it's right here. Boom, actually. It was beginning of March. So, yeah, just for uh purposes... One said no. It was my one of my friends being annoying, but everyone said yeah. But it was just about sports. Um, like I said, mainly basketball, football, and, and some combat sports. Combat sports because I want to get into watching combat sports. But besides that, yeah. Also, um, question or oh, added that to that question: Would y'all like me to talk about popular stuff, uh, pop culture and stuff? But I'm only only do that in passing because I don't really, I don't pay attention to that. Uh. Because I don't care. <laughs> Is that bad to say? Because I care for people, but sometimes I don't care for sometimes the actions. But enough of that. Enough said. Enough said. Right? This is episode God knows what. God knows who. Let's just do it. Because we know it's not episode two. Oh, I, I'm doing this so long, it's not episode two. You know what You know what the title is, nigga. All right, G, let's go. Um, okay, so this episode is going to dare I say... Trigger a lot of people. Um, and it's okay. That's totally fine if it triggers you. 
um if that if even if that is the case i guess um because there's a lot of i guess nuance or unsaid unsaid nuance about trigger and the word behind it or like the way it's been used sorry not the word behind it the way it's been used um for the past i'll say five years probably more five six years 12 15 maybe um so this episode we're going to be talking about the topics we're going to run them down um and try and trying to give you i guess the the theme of the episode even though there's going to be stuff i'm talking about uh there's other stuff i'm going to be talking about most of the stuff is you know so or most of the stuff is going to be all right boom so we're going to be talking about heteronormative standards continue to hurt men i put hurt insecure men and there's someone driving their fucking motorcycle slash car they can always suck my dick down the block like i hate them all right um heteronormative standards continue to hurt insecure wait bracket insecure close bracket men should men have rights Ooh, look at y'all niggas already already pausing it and discussing within probably yourselves or nobody's listening i'm not sure um uh yeah should men have rights help me slash teach me but don't gatekeep and what's your definition of rap music or what do you define as rap music what's your perspective and of course you have recommendations for the week uh from tv shows to music i've been listening to just things that i consume and i like uh by the way update i have hbo max and one of the recommendations is on hbo max that you can go watch it's a cartoon i love this cartoon can you take a hint I'm not going to say it, but I was about to, but I'm not going to. So the first topic, heteronormative standards continue to hurt men. So, of course, like I've always liked to do on the show, what are, I, I, I put it so wrong on Google, but what are heteronormative, what is hetero, heteronormativity? Heteronormativity is the belief that heterosexuality is the default, preferred, or normal mode of sexual orientation. Period. That's it, right? It assumes the gender binary, i.e. that are only two distinct opposite genders, and that our sexual, and the, that sexual and marital partners are most fitting between people of the opposite sex. A heteronormative view, therefore, involves alignment of biological sex, sexuality, gender identity, and gender roles. Heteronormity is often linked to heterosexism and heterophobia, homophobia. Sorry, homophobia. The effects of socialite. Heteronormity on lesbian, gay, and bisexual individuals can be examined as heterosexual or straight privilege. Um, we're going to look at, I would say, because I'm on Wikipedia, it says origin of term and discrimination. My information could be wrong as always because Wikipedia, anyone can change anything. Um, this is a lot for discrimination. We're not going to read all of it, but I did have an example. I put on images. You, look at, you can look up heteronormative standards on Google. And I guess look at it with me, right? You know? All right, there's one I see. I didn't look at it all the way. I skimmed through them in terms of the examples, but I know which example I, I'm going to tell you. Um, all right, there's one. There's a pink example or a nice, really nice pink, I guess. Um, I did, Okay, it's an adjective. Hetero, heteronormative. Hetero, heteronormative. Okay. Heteronormative. Uh, so it's five so heteronormative it's five or six that's five all right anyway adjective of heteronormative of relating to or based on the attitude that heterosexuality is the only normal and natural expression of sexuality so that's just the base of it right so basically the reason i say things like this hurt men 
her us i can speak as self, i would i would say as myself as a man as a growing young man that's 21 living in the 21st century and that i say morally in my moral compass to me at least of course the ways that things like that hurt men um from the most basic standpoint but also one of the most potent if not most potent is feelings and how we express slash suppress them in society right or lack of expression of them slash suppression in society right sorry my allergies are acting up my eyes hold up let me get some agua because niggas is i'm about to be i'm about to be talking talking i want y'all to hear this cat now it's no cap let me just stop all right so so the reason i say stuff like this hurts men is because, like, the def- I would also say, like, let's not be, uh, not stupid, but more just, like, let's also use our thinking skills and read. Like, it's in the definition in terms of why it hurts men. Like, why do you think, um, what you call it? Why do you think men bottle up our emotions and we burst sometimes? Or sometimes we'll take shit to the grave like that. My fault, my apologies. I cut myself off. What I was trying to say is that we, what you call it? We will. We won't even say anything as men. We'll take it to the grave. Example: I was watching a YouTuber. I've watched his YouTube before many years. Would never think he cries on camera. Cries on camera. The loss of overwhelming him. And a lot of uh, what you call YouTubers have cried on camera that I've seen and I've watched over the years. And I'm like, and I think to myself, of course, why would they cry on camera? Or like, oh my God, they're crying on camera. And and it's the the men YouTubers. I watch the ladies as well, but. The men I watch, I'm like, oh my god, like they're crying. And of course, I'm not thinking that they can't express their emotion. It's the fact that they have displayed that they won't really show it and pass and joke in passing that I'm when I show it, like it's gonna show that I am less of a man, you know. It's gonna show the femininity of myself and the way femininity is portrayed and is tar and how it targets men to think. Or how men have targeted a word like that. Have we targeted a word like that and showed that okay, this is a bad thing? It's like it's like when someone thinks being angry is a bad thing. Um, sometimes I still think that. If we're being honest, sometimes I think that. Um, because I always thought because a lot of times when I saw people angry when I was younger, I'm like, oh, this is bad. This is terrible. So like, let's not. Or Malik, if you're angry, don't get like super angry. And I've I don't even have anger issues, so it wasn't like I was an angry child or anything like that of the sort. I didn't have anger issues. It was more of, I'm thinking, like, you're a bad person if you get angry. Like, of course, you're not, because that's human emotion, human interactions with either thyself or and, and or others. But it's just like teaching someone or being taught in your mind. You're teaching yourself that, oh, this is bad because of this. Like, sure, there are, there's negativities that come with anger. Like, in this example... There's negatives that come to anger, but the positive in anger is, of course, also one of the most uh the mo- one of the most like linear things or the most linear thing about being angry, or being angry and letting it out, it's out, and now you can probably express your emotions more thoroughly in a calm manner as a young adult or as a kid, teenager, whatever. You can just calm down, or you've calmed down from that anger or that burst of it. 
um, or even multiple times. You've been angry multiple times throughout the day. You're calming down. Those of your levels are calming down. And then that may be not true for other people because it just depends. But those are your level anger, angers, levels of anger that are calm. You're calming down, right? So same thing with heteronormativity. Heteronormativity. Oh, my God. I can't pronounce no word. The heteronormative standard. Sorry. Let me just say that. The heteronormative standard of that. Since you train your mind to be taught that sense outside factors, just like the anger example, when those outside factors are being taught, like external factors around you being taught, and then you internal and then you internalize within yourself, like oh boom, this is bad. Like you snap in your head, this is bad. Like let's try to do less of that. Like that's what I did when I was younger. I tried to be less of angry. I mean, I am not really an angry person, but of course. I get irritated, like everybody, and a lot of times I would try to deny even my irritation, you know, because that's I thought that was at least when I was younger, and very of recent, uh, maybe like a year, like it's a shot zone, it's a sign of weakness. It's showing that I'm weak. It's showing that like I can't. I'm letting my emotions override me. But if that's the case, then everyone that has depression is weak, and that's a very like, uh. I would say linear look at depression. That could be true in some cases of lack of discipline and things like that. But there's a, there could be other things that person is very disciplined at, you know? So, with the hair on standard, it is very, I would say, what was what's that? I said, well, icky, vicky, ew, ew. Like, it's kind of nasty in terms of even just conversation. You can tell someone has heteronormative standards or heteronormative way of thinking. At least with a subject that you're talking about. Maybe not all of life, but maybe even the subject that you're talking about. Example. I had an example. Um, oh, by the way, I quit my job. <laughs> I forgot to mention that in the beginning. So I can definitely have time to talk to y'all now about just everything. Or like when I need to. Maybe I'll do these every three weeks. The podcast every three weeks or to a month now. So I'm just every like two, three months. And then like, you know, maybe seasonal depression hits again. And I fucking come back. <laughs> Um, even that schedule is kind of demanding because like stuff has got to happen within my life to me for me to spark. And I always get ideas. I have like four episodes out right now in my phone, not recorded, but written down and like whole episodes. And of course, I still want some with guests and stuff, but I know people are busy being people. Adults are are busy adulting and people are lazy people like myself sometimes, even though. I wouldn't consider myself a lazy person. Sometimes I do have my lazy moments, of course. Being lazy to being lazy. So sometimes I could be mad fucking lazy and I don't want to do shit, right? So maybe a whole week I'm lazy. Fuck it, right? Um, But example, I was at my job, my ex-job. I can say that now. My ex-job and I was working. And now I was having a conversation. By the way, that job would not let me talk for shit. You know, I got in trouble for so much talking. Um... They would not let me really talk. You know, that was a part of my job description, actually, for some reason. I had to actually talk, which is super weird. Um, so I was talking to one of the coworkers. And so, of course, we're not going to give... We're going to give this nigga... We're going to call this nigga thing, thing one, okay? Thing one. There's no thing two in this story. There's just thing one, right? So thing one, we're talking... We're, I don't know what we're talking about. I just know it goes to how... Um. Spanish, Hispanic women tend to be quote unquote uh, spicy, and that's also that was also a whole nother can of words besides like heteronormity, right? It's also showing that. Oops, sorry, my hold up. But it's also showing within that conversation, like 
besides, even if we don't talk about the heteronormity, heteronormative standard of um, just man and woman, the 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 weird fetishize in his the weird fetish in Hispanic ladies, which I used to give myself. I'm not gonna lie, I used to do that myself when I was, but a wee lad. Like I'm not gonna sit here and like take off the cap and knot it and not cap, right? Um, so he says something like that. But uh, what I guess not a heteronormative standard, but that was like a more of a fetishized standard. But what made me like realize the heteronormative standard he was talking about, or more of he was like saying was um, what was he saying? Like okay, so. He said, oh my God, I broke like I'm sorry. So he was talking about, um, like, basically, he's not very fond of the LGBTQ plus community. And I was like, mm-hmm. And because I used to think this as well, like, when you're, uh, like, say if you're, like, a bi, if you are consider yourself bisexual. Um, I'm not saying consider as, like, oh, you're bisexual, I guess, but, like, just... That is what you jack. Like, I'm in New York. Like, if you jack that, okay. Like, I respect you, and I still love you as a person. As long as you're not a doo-doo person to me, right? Ooh, Lord, excuse me. So, he's not fond of the LGBTQ plus community. And I was like, mm-hmm. And it's so weird, though. But he will have the male gaze when it comes to lesbian relationships. And I'm like, mm-hmm. So... Things like that, like the heteronormative standard in terms of, uh, what you call it? At least, the, at least the second thing I said with um, how what the fuck did I say? <laughs> Sorry, my eyes are itching like crazy. Or like from what I said, the second thing I said in that example of um, um, not being really accepting of people in the LGBTQ plus community, you know. And I also talk to this person here and there, but, you know, I just know, know in the back, back, back of my mind, don't really associate with this person on a deeper level, only because it's like, mm, like, it's not really gonna work as people. So the example also I wanted to provide, oh, sorry, the example I wanted to provide with heteronormativity, my apologies once again. Fucking allergies acting up. Okay, so the example I wanted to provide, I'm gonna stop getting to the meat and potatoes. Um, I had to look up when allergy season is over because it's biting me in the fucking ass. Alright, so the example it says heteronormativity, an extremely helpful concept in queer theory, which um what's that word? I can't read. And oh it encapsulates encapsulates a lot of what we've just covered in heteronormativity. Queer, theori- queer theorist uh, Michael Warner popularized this term in 1991, drawing on Rubin's sex hierarchy and Rich's compulsory heterosexuality. Heteronormativity refers to a set of related cultural assumptions. Now, I'm a little ignorant in this topic. Uh, not topic, that paragraph, just for the people I just don't know. And I really don't know much about queer theory at all. Um... Drawing on Rubin's sex hierarchy and which is compulsory heterosexuality. I don't know what that is at all. Maybe it is. I don't know what that is. So I'm not going to even guess. I'm going to just stick to my example. What I was saying, right? Okay. Um, heteronormity refers to a set of, of related cultural assumptions. Okay, so these are the assumptions, right? The normal, quote-unquote, or natural, quote-unquote, form of attraction and relationships is one man and one woman who normally or naturally embody 
conventional gender roles and norms and have sex whereby the man's penis penetrates the woman's vagina. PIV sex. Um, other forms of sexual sexuality and gender are less normal and less normal. Wait, other forms of sexuality and gender are less normal or natural than this. Uh, in brackets, it says or not normal or natural at all. Right. Thus, people are assumed heterosexual unless proven otherwise. Right. So basically, it's a comic strip. Right. OK, so it was done in 91. So basically, the comic strip is entitling or not entitling is basically providing just examples um it says oh janet because he's like looking into her eyes and brad is the brad is the guy and then they're in there there's another shot of them having sex and she's saying oh brad or it looks like he's saying oh brad but it looks like she's saying oh brad i think that's what they meant um and then the last slide it's showing her thinking of i i think a woman like in terms of how they look and like like is it wrong to look like that? Or, like, same thing with the guy. Um, I don't know if he wants to look like that person that he's thinking of, or I'm not too sure about that last um, slide. But what I do know is this, or, like, what, they, what I do know what they're trying to exemplify is this. Like, there are certain things that it is, I would say, just in general, it's okay to do as a man that you don't need it to be uh, so pushed onto yourself. You don't need it to be so pushed onto yourself in the sense of you don't have to do all that. You don't. You really don't, you know? Um, you don't have to be like, oh, I got to, example, like I said, not cry or I can't paint my nails. Even though men painting the nails is starting to uh, pick up speed in terms of, at least with the young kids like myself and my age group, we're not we're starting not to care. In a sense, like having some countercultural things in a way, like there's always been, but like especially now since the internet is rampant with just uh, artists and creativity and just exploring it and make sure it gets out to the world in general. Like that could be someone's last dying wish, and their creativity is now embodied within a TikTok or an Instagram reel or just whatever. But those is like those are our new. Um, set in stones those tick those reels and those tiktoks those are new or a youtube video even like especially it'd be great if you get a youtube video because there's more content um at least in that video it's more just ideas you can get out even or with a podcast same thing that's your new set in stone right um so i guess in that in this uh example of the comic strip i know you're kind of some people could be thinking why why does have sex whereby the man's penis penetrates the woman's vagina heteronormativity um just in terms of sex it's not all supposed to be that it's supposed to be a pleasure between partners and usually from uh i would i would say experience um you as even even like i said even if you're not a man you say if you are a woman right and you maybe you, you don't just don't know this. Let's just give it the benefit of the doubt. Um, women can deprive pleasure from outside and inside the vagina. So usually more on the outside than on the inside in terms of um, reaching climax or um, things like climax orgasm or even just want to be played with things like that. Vibrators, toys, a lot of that stuff deals with stuff on the outside. I don't normally be heteronormativity 
shows um is exemplifying that it's not just penetration right because it's not penetration it's over because penetration only goes so far with a lot of women and it doesn't need to be just that because if you go throughout your life can be if you think that it's really just just penetration and well all right or like penetration of well and get some some kids or something put in my baby batter in her and just well that's it you know like that's not what that is um or that's not what you've been fed as it ex- externally throughout the world as a youngin or even as a young and just a young man that shouldn't be the case right like you should always try to give your partner pleasure in any way to perform whether it's something they ask you or you ask them like they could put, be pleasured by doing something on you or you do you doing something on them even something as a guy that like can be deemed quote-unquote gay um whatever you think that's gay don't let like example don't like if a woman sucks your toes like you can that could be seen as such a feminine thing that a lot of guys would be like why would my short be sucking my toes i'm sucking her toes because you also want to show that dominance as well that's a lot that's another thing that is not talked about um with a lot of guys like dominance is also a really toxic thing or being so i guess masculine as well and there's another one being super masculine but also showing mad uh, but also having and displaying and feeling uh, your feminine side. Because feminine is not is also can be seen as a heteronormative thing. Feminine is not equal bad, in the at least in my mind. But in a heteronormative world, it is can be deemed as bad, you know? That's why a lot of these uh, red pill YouTubers... I got to talk about y'all niggas too. Y'all niggas is corny. Um, a lot of the red pill YouTubers that like explain on women and talk about women and we'll talk about women and how like to get women and things like that. Like they usually, a lot of them bring up masculine things and masculine ideas, a lot of heteronormativity stuff. And whether they, I would say, agree with LGBTQ plus side of like YouTube or the internet in general is also a part of that should be a part of that conversation but when it comes to just i would say talking and approaching women you shouldn't have that heteronormative standards in those things but a lot of y'all dumb niggas do that i'm going off on y'all because like y'all suck like y'all just suck so so much um and y'all will call me crazy but like y'all suck so much like oh my gosh but yeah like sucking toes (laughs) don't take that out of context please um, but yeah, like a girl sucking my toes can be seen as feminine because she's taking dominance over me, even though this is a consensual thing we both agree to, and it's just sucking toes. Like it could be sucking toes, but of course context of the sucking of the toes, who's doing the sucking and who's getting their toes sucked, you know. But I would say there's more into heteronormativity that like I don't like. Um, oh, I'm, there's an article over here by I don't want to. I guess butchering the name. Oh, I don't, no, this is not an article. This is like a whole book. Okay. It says The Violence of Heteronormative Language Towards the Queer Community by Jay King. Um, I don't... Is this in a textbook or something? Okay, I'm not sure. This looks very interesting. By Jessica King. The Violence of Heteronormative Language Towards the Queer Community by Jessica King. Uh, I would actually put that as well in the description because this looks very detailed and I would definitely would love to read this on my own time. So things like that just, I would say, bother me, right? So I would say, at least in terms of heteronormative stuff, there's even more like uh, example, like having 
say if your son, if I have a son, he claims, and not claims, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to sound rude. If he portrays himself, not portrays, fuck, what am I talking about? If his orientation, say he's heterosexual, but he's very feminine, it's more of like kids like that can potentially be kicked out because... Uh, parents can start claiming an F word or they're like, well, this is like old, not old Southern term, but like with my um, grandma used to say, she's with myself, rest in peace. Now, I love you. Um, she used to say a fairy, a sissy, then the other F word I'm not going to say, but, you know, she used to say like fairy and sissy, uh, blah, blah, blah. Not to like us, at least I don't remember, but like, I guess maybe people are like on TV and stuff. <laughs> Like, if a guy was too feminine, she'd be like, oh, look at that sissy. Like, you know? And I'm just like, of course I know what she's talking about when she says sissy, but it's like, Jesus. Like, you know? Like, jeez, man. Like, it's just someone living their life. Or just someone just, like, let that person be that person. Like, what's... <laughs> okay. You know? Um, But that's all I have in this in terms of heteronormativity. I don't want to, but I want to put this whole podcast as that right now, this whole episode. So, of course, we're going to move to the next subject that has to do with men. Where is What is it? Okay. So, it is, should men have rights? Now, I want to uh, not proclaim. Proclaim, but also, like, disclaimer. That's the word. Disclaimer. This man. All right. So. This is by, not by, but, like, I was inspired by a YouTuber that I just started to watch recently. I just subscribed to her channel. Excuse me. Her name is Madison Brown. She is a NYC-based content creator on YouTube, Patreon. I don't know what other, other social media she has. Oh, she has a second channel, um, Music by Madison. Um, She has a Discord server. And then Depop. Depop, sorry, Amazon store, um, things like that, you know, um, so I recently started watching her maybe a week ago, maybe a week ago, um, and I, in my head, I'm like, okay, like, I agree with her takes, but also I do like what she's talking about in a, on a, uh, objective level. Cause she's even got like humbling videos. Like one of her first, I think her first video in terms of commentary says why I'm conceited, like hum, not humbling videos, but more of just like realistic videos and like big up, big up herself, you know? And I like that. Um, another one, you only like me cause I'm pretty, like pretty privilege and how it changed my life. Like things like that, you know, like things that's like humbling, but also taking note and accounts of things in real life and it's realistic that affects her in every way and she had a video um titled do 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 men deserve rights and that's what i'm referring to not the video but the question because i want to pose that as well of course me personally i do say yes of course because we do have as men we do have things that we struggle with all the time there's things that we struggle with there's things that um on a great scale we face but I would say, um, or like, but I would say at least in terms of, uh, like there being like men's rights, like activists and things like that. I'm not even sure if that's really a thing. I'm not sure, but men's rights activists and things like that. Um, objectively on a, on a big scale, like objectively, I don't think there should be one only because on an objective level with numbers and statistics, 
and things that surround women. That's why there's like women's rights activists and safe spaces for them. Like there shouldn't be men's rights activists only because the things that we face on a on a world scale view isn't as objectively big, objectively. Subjectively, they both matter, like men's rights and women's rights matter. But that's why feminism is a thing. And mainstream feminism, um, uh, I would say, displays it wrong or like a very, it's a very skewed type of thing. And that's why a lot of people that don't really know about social economic stuff or lack knowledge thereof bash on stuff like that and that's fine because if you don't really know it and if you're just seeing what you're seeing in the mainstream media which is like like on twitter or something you're gonna start clowning you're gonna start like ah ha ha or like let's make jokes you know and that's fine that's fine um i make i can make jokes stuff i don't really know about like example i don't watch tennis like that or baseball i think baseball is boring as hell but like i respect the sport because of the things i know in the sport but also joke on it you know um but of course i think men should have rights and we all we all deserve rights that's why i would say feminism is a thing because the equality that women want are looked in the same view as men even though a lot of women don't want to be looked at like that like of course equal in the sense of a person but there's still realistic differences which i do agree with there are realistic differences that will always differ us or make us different right but the equality in terms of men and women, like when you say these two things, you think of different stuff, but you but you think of the same height and pedestal, you know, it's the same height, it's the same weight, it's whatever the fuck, it's the same thing, you know, um, but I don't know about at least like men's rights activist groups, because like statistically, there are a lot of things that we go through that women go through, but they go through on such a, so the the scale that they go through is so big. The numbers are so much. And I'm not saying uh, quantity of numbers is like the deciding factor. It's more of, there's too, like, even like anecdotal experiences that women go through. It's way too much. Like, especially here in New York, like if you come to New York, um, I always, at least me as a person, as a as a man, black man, I always try to, of course, navigate differently than a white man that's around my age, but also, or I I have to navigate differently, not because I kind of want, look, I have to, even if I don't want to, I have to navigate differently. I got a code switch whenever, like, they don't need to code switch nothing, da-da-da, you know, like, even, like, the weird, simple things like that. With women approaching me, like, I always try to, like, move out the way a little more so I won't be in their space, their bubble, um, if a woman, woman, a woman looks at me on the train, always try to like look away or look down only. And that might be bad too. Cause it could be like, I'm looking, don't look away too quickly. Cause I could be plotting something and, and you could be thinking, why you got to do all that anyway? And you know, um, like if you're not, if you, if you know, as a person and you side yourself, you're not gonna do anything. Why do that anyway? Well, a lot of bad, uh, one bad apple spoils the bunch. The the truth is just one bad apple spoils the bunch. So whether if it's one that one isolated person that seen me on the train, or let's say all the girls in New York City, that's I don't know if that'll be the case, but let's say all the girls in New York City, the um, the relationships or encounters that men do in the street, um, 
whether you them being a random person or someone or when this random person would it be a random person that's an accident or a random person actually has this intention to hurt you harm you whatever like as a woman a lot of times i notice that they don't even want to take the chance so you know or like say go back to the example of the woman looking at me on the cart she might move to the next cart and i'm not gonna move to the next car i'm gonna stay right in my fucking seat right in my fucking seat because also moving to the next cart can indicate of course oh he's following me why is he following me and now you're in your head all scared playing fucking tennis or ping pong whatever the fuck you want to which call metaphor you want to call it you're playing tennis with yourself back and forth in your head like oh shit what to do now fuck like you don't know what to fucking do um things like that like i would also say like i will talk about this in the future but like um like talk to women talk to women talk to women about the experiences and if they want to open up about that stuff in the first place but talk to them Listen, listen as well. When you ask these questions, you're here to listen and actively listen. And of course, talk and bring your input and your feedback in terms of maybe you're a really logical person and you want to get more of an emotional uh, viewpoint, standpoint, and just like uh, perspective. I use the, they all mean the same thing. But perspective in general, like you want to get that, get that. Actively listen. Um, Shut up, sit down. And listen to their plight because they have a reason women, women of color, and specifically black women, have a reason to have plight, have a reason to. They have a reason to have plight. And and when they have plight at you, don't talk about the attitude that they can display or the plight that they have or say the attitude is quote unquote ghetto because that's the that's one of the that's one of those um weird words you want to throw out there and call them question them. Like, you know, maybe they are wrong on some things, but hey, that's why civil discourse is needed and people need to meet in the middle. But listen to listen to men, listen to women. Sorry. But ladies also, of course, listen to men because we have stuff too. like I would say being a provider is a very big thing that uh, wanes on us really much. So especially as myself, I still struggle with that sometimes, like being a provider and even just getting stuff from my own. Um, being independent, being an independent person by nature sucks. Cause like, I really don't ask for help for anything. Like not to clean or nothing like that. Or nah, I just do it on my dolly and I'd be out for me. But having someone, uh, for example, like, okay. So when I, when I am independent as, uh, by nature, but someone can help me. And I think that's really sweet that they help me like without me asking them to, but I should ask more. Right. Like being a provider does suck or like that standard, that men's standard that we have to be providers because that does eat, eat at us a lot. It does. Like if we're if I'm talking to the women right now, like ladies, that does eat up at us a lot. It does so fucking much Um, only because at least in terms of people of color and well, at least in my experience, black people as a black male or with a black sounding name, with the black uh, or with the black sounding i guess middle names who and my last name i don't know where that come from but like in terms of those two names like i can put my full name first middle and last it's more of just like now it's like damn like are we really gonna hire this person like things like that like in the work field can like hinder me financially but also mentally and spiritually and that could physically drain me out too like now i want to sleep all day and i can get a seasonal depression um things like that you know 
like, but there's things, even on a minute level, I notice, and like I said, I talk to women, I talk to a good amount of women around my age, even stuff on a minute level, that can affect their, like, year, you know, so, should men have rights? Of course, of course, should we have a rights group? I don't think so, but of course, that's anyone can also change my mind, like I said, it's not about the quantity in numbers, it's about the fact that it's happening so much that there need to be something like this, you know? Um, like I said, I don't know. Maybe there could be a men's rights group, but that's in terms of, I would say. But I don't think it would need to be a men's rights group. I would think maybe like a guidance group or something, like like guide young men that need to do better or want some type of role model in their life. Whether it be a male or a woman, just as long as it's a role model they can look up to that they need. And if they want a male role model to be more masculine, okay. Um, I'd say I would want one as well, you know, say, um, just putting it out there. <laughs> um, it would be nice, but I'm, at least for me at this point, it's more like, eh, if I get one cool, if not, I'm gonna just see another thing that's, we struggle with men as men, like it's like navigating the world is hard, but as people it's hard too. But, um, I would say navigating well, as a man is is hard because of like that provider role. It doesn't go into jobs. It goes into like it's almost circles your entire life. Like providing for yourself if you have a family or like at least like maybe you have a dog in an apartment. Um, that's still yourself, but like yourself, family, uh, the car you drive, the apartment that you even live in that goes in apartment. So apartment, um. Sometimes even the friends you hang around with, like, are y'all all getting money or is it just you? Like, do you need to change up your friends? Like, say if you talk to a girl, if you, you're talking to somebody, excuse me, Jesus, <laughs> and you're interested in them, and now they start to look at you and then, like, maybe your friends, they drop you because of your friends. Do you need to drop your friends because of this person? Are all your friends not bossing up like you? Bossed up just means, like, I would say putting in effort, not grind culture. I've talked about that already. Um, grind culture can suck dick. <laughs> um, but like, do you need to tell these niggas the boss up with you only because you want people around you? Because that energy does radiate off you. Like, okay, we all hardworking, you know. Like, do you want that? Um, do you want that person even enough to like do that to your friend? Like, kick him out or tell him the boss up because you know I don't want to be looking bummy. But that's also a bad thing because it's like that's not your life. Don't worry about it. You know, you there for your friends and emotional support. Don't. Tell them to like push and whatever, you know. But of course, men should have rights. That's just the question. Yes, but a uh, uh, men's rights activist group? I don't know. I just don't know. Um, maybe, maybe I think the female activist groups are made for women, but also men can learn from those too, you know. And I would just say be good people from that. But that's just my my little take on it. I'm not sure. Maybe someone can change my mind right after this. Um, all right, so help me, teach me, but don't gatekeep me. Real quick, just like I don't like when people gatekeep. I hate that shit. Um, when it comes to any type of new medium I could be in trying to enjoy or trying to get into, and niggas is gatekeeping, talking about I've been here forever. I've done that too, of course. Like, no one's stupid. I did that too. Um... But in terms of what you call it, what's that shit called? In mm, sorry, in terms of like something, like I said, I like. I'm not gonna gatekeep somebody. Like I'm not gonna be like, um, oh, 
Like, say if I, I, of course, I like anime. Oh, like, you need to watch this, this, this. I started anime, right? Like, I give them starters, and, like, and now I gatekeep them because, like, man, like, you don't even know nothing about that. Like, they start talking about the show. that Like, say, and now say we're talking about the show. Say we're talking about My Hero. And I put them on My Hero, and then they're caught up with me, and da, da, da. And I'm like, man, you don't even know about that. Like, you weren't even there, like. Like, I started gatekeeping. I started doing these phrases and stuff like that What gatekeeping. Now, in terms of gatekeeping, let's look it up, actually, to, like, get it. Uh, See, so says meaning, culture, anime, gatekeeping. That's that's the first thing I look up. I look up gatekeeping. It says culture, meaning, and anime. See, all right. It's an urban dictionary definition. When someone takes it upon themselves to decide or who does or does not have access or rights to a community or identity. So, like... Like I said, if in that anime example, yeah, yeah, like, man, you don't even belong here. Your your favorite anime is, like, a Dragon Ball. Mind you, this person doesn't even, like, not know Dragon Ball, but it's more of, like, they know Dragon Ball, but they're not in the anime community. So we're gatekeeping them and making and discouraging them from even joining the community. Or another example, like, K-pop. Um, I know the K-pop community is really huge. It's a really big community, one of the biggest communities on the internet. In the past, I would say five years, right? Five. Let's say five for a safe number. Uh, good people in the community. I know a lot of personal people that's in the community. Personally, um, I just started getting into K-pop last year in terms of the music and what I actually like about them. Now, there's a lot of things I purposely dislike about the companies because, like, if we're being honest, a lot of the companies are sleazeballs, and I would say... That's one thing a lot of people in K-pop really don't do. They don't, uh, I would say, I would say G-check these niggas. They don't G-check, y'all. They don't G-check the companies that's doing it to the, your favorite idols. They don't, y'all don't G-check them. Y'all don't show no accountability. Y'all don't do none of that. And that that's why I think that's trash. Because um, I would say that happens in the anime community, too, because some people don't really know about, not politics but more they don't want to get involved they just want to enjoy their shows and i understand that but the things that enjoying your shows the politics are ruining your show so i would say you need to get up and be active about that but like i said that's just me there are people that will care and take care of the problem and then there are people that won't care and let the problem and the problem will take care of itself right or that's what they think because people are actually behind the lines doing it same with um all these other like same from anime to something social impactful as like a racism like, there are things that people are trying to change about it. Then people that sit there, kick back, and letting it slide, right? Or, like, not letting it slide, but more just, like, this is bad, but I still kind of care enough to... I care enough for myself to still watch this anime, you know? Um, So, with, I would say, K-pop, yeah, a lot of them, they don't really, like... I talk they shit. I'm not about to say. Like, they don't get up and be like, yo, this is wrong. Don't... Why are you doing this to this person? You know this is trash. Like, stop doing that. And da, da, da. But because corporations like that are super big and really don't have to listen to anyone on such a minute level as as the fan. They really don't. Like as long as you literally keep streaming and consuming their product or TV show or in any way, shape or form that can give them revenue, they just don't care and they won't care. And probably will never will care because they know in a power based level, you cannot do anything. You cannot do anything. And they're going to sit there and laugh at you because you cannot do anything <laughs> like that's the bottom line. I would like for that to happen on an objective level, like just take accountability. But also, as a person who, like I said, who just got into the 
K-pop community. I'm not in the stan culture. I really don't not care for it. It's more of just like, yeah, it's not really my lane. I don't want to just like freak out over certain guys or girls and why now. And there's no problem showing appreciation to people that you like. Of course, I do all the time with actual American celebrities, but it's more of like I don't really. Like like the jokes, I would say I'm not too deep into it. That I know jokes and like like I am with the anime community because I know jokes and stuff and comparisons, me the memes within those comparisons or comparisons within memes and I know that stuff. I don't know stuff about. I don't really don't know stuff about uh, those jokes in K-pop community, and I don't plan to. I really don't plan to. This is not that's not my my lane that I really go to. I'm not. I don't really fangirl over any celebrity slash person i like there's maybe been like a couple and they're probably rappers like really great rappers that i like but other than that i really don't like bend over backwards for anyone and that that's not really or you can say that's not um bending over backwards you that could be an argument right but i'm just not sure um because like i said there's always just like things in the community that you just don't know because you're not too deep into it so someone has to explain it to you like my um my girl for instance she's really in she's in stand culture and she'll explain stuff to me and i'll be like okay i get it like you know and we'll probably go listen to some songs or whatever you know probably go listen to fucking AT or some shit i don't fucking know but she puts me on to a lot of new artists anyway like We'll, we'll have a watch fest and sit down and she'll explain like the names, not in the name. She'll um point at the names and be like, that's this, that's who this is and blah, blah, blah. Um, Something happened with this one and something happened with this girl and, you know, she'll tell me things like that and I'll be aware. Because I like to know my information and know who these people are and what they're doing, at least with music wise. But I'm not into the culture to like, I'm not too deep into it, you know, they didn't really catch my attention. So... I would say things like that. She doesn't gatekeep me. Um, but someone, of course, on the other hand, like I said, with the anime community, there's a lot of gatekeeping. And video games, too, since I, I love gaming. A lot of gatekeeping there, too. Um, even with PCs, and I'm going to build a PC, a lot of gatekeeping there, too. Like, there's gatekeeping everywhere. Even in the rap community, a lot of gatekeeping there, too. Like, it's just everywhere. But, of course, that's where you talk to the people. Because I, I did gatekeep at one point uh, with rap, because I was loving it so much, of course. But... I stop that because I'm like, bro, just like who you like. Like at this at this point, I would say just like who you like. It's okay. Um, I still love you. <laughs> it's not that deep, and it'll never be that deep to me that I need to go over there and like box you and bust you up in your scalati. Feel me? <laughs> um. So the last topic is what's your definition of rap music? And I'll make this short and simple, sweet, simple and short. To me, my rep, my definition of rap music is basically, um, like having fun. From whatever whatever you spin, whatever you're saying, having fun. You know, I would say having fun, cause having fun and having fun about something like this is such a fun genre. Rap music is pop now in terms of it's popular and it's a pop genre now. Even though it's still cool to rap, but like it's now it's mad cool to rap. You know, it's mad cool to rap. Like, it wasn't mad cool whenever when my mom was, like, young. It was mad cool. It was cool. It was dope. But it wasn't mad cool to the point that I can market off this. And my name is Drake, and I fucking make $30 million off an album. $40 million off an album, you know? Like, Drake still gets his piece. Like, whatever's, ha- um, whatever's happening behind that round table of rap... 
<laughs> whatever's happening behind that round table, whatever's happening behind them screens and curtains, them doors, behind closed doors, you know, whatever's happening, Drake's still getting his in terms of rapping. And he's one of the best out, I would say, musically and I would say as a rapper. He's definitely really, really good at both. Um, but my definition is just have fun. Uh, I listen to a lot of different different and variations of rap. But my favorites are usually, like my favorite rapper, of course, MF Doom. Y'all know that because I had a whole episode, not a whole episode, but I had an episode named after him. And my intro was dedicated to him because as a person, I'm just sorry for that loss. And sorry that he left like five kids, I think, behind. Especially like the youngest one. I don't know how young the youngest one is, but super young. I'm just sad that that man had to leave that all behind, you know. Um, and I respect that person. I never met that person. I've always wanted to go to that person's concert. Um, but, of course, that will never be because they are not alive, and that's okay because the legacy they left behind and what they did with their music, you know. I like rap like that. I like Earl Sweatshirt, Tyler. Like I like things like that. Um, but I would like to hear y'all also also hear y'all take on rap and the genre at large because I would say right now it's the most booming it's ever been. It's like the NBA. If y'all watch basketball, it's the most uh change I've ever seen in basketball, and I've watched it since I was a youngin. So it's the most change I seen in basketball, only cause like what you call it, um, you know. What was I? Yeah, it's it's the most chance seen in basketball because like now stuff is being done like fives. If y'all know the five, the centers they passing the ball again like eight assists, which is actually really great for a center, great for any player. But like for a center, it's fantastic because that's not their normal quote unquote job is to stay in the paint, which is where near the bucket is, near the hole, near the basket, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and they just dunk the ball and use their power and force and or finesse to score. Right, no matter how strong the dunk is or. Great looks, two points, still two points. And an efficient two points, still an efficient two points, you know? Um, speaking of gatekeeping, I remember I was at school one time when I was, like, this was sophomore year, I think. Um, someone asked me who was going to win the finals, and then one of my friends chimed in and, t- and talked for me. And this nigga said, oh, he don't watch basketball. At the time, I didn't watch a lot of basketball. I still loved it, but I didn't watch a lot of basketball. And I was sitting there. I was thinking I was 16 at the time. I was like, what makes you talk? Like, I was going to give my opinion. I think he was going to, who's going to win the finals? It was like, I think 2016. So, like, the Warriors or the Cavs. And I think I was going to say Cavs because I was like, I like the Warriors, but the Cavs because LeBron. Um, and they did win, of course. So, and then this thing will chime in. Oh, you know, you watch basketball. And then he skipped me and then he asked someone else. And I was looking at him like, Okay, like, see, gatekeep me from, like, even, like, getting it, garnering an opinion, you know? Shout out to that nigga, because, um, shout out to my nigga who's at, who gatekeeped me or, like, cut me off, because he has a kid. And that's fantastic that he has a kid, so congratulations to my son that has a kid. I just mentioned that, because I was like, that's, that's a way of gatekeeping, but shout out to him and his lovely, lovely, uh, girl. But I just wanted to make, uh, not make it, I just wanted to, uh, make that clear, like, even stuff like that could be gatekeeping, but for rap, um, just do what you have to do. I would say at least execute, as long as your execution is like on point, is on tip toppy shape, you know. Um, and that I would say that is the end of the podcast. So, in terms of recommendations for the week, of course, we're gonna recommend. I'm gonna recommend music. I think I recommended this nigga last time for music too. I hope I didn't. 
Um, I really hope I didn't recommend this music, nigga, for music. Um, they were gonna recommend a Brent Fires, some Brent Fires. Um, basically the whole EP of Fuck the World, cause it's an EP. I thought it was an album, but it's an EP. Uh, Fuck the World and the EP of Lost. I didn't listen to all of Saunderson. No, I did, but I remember it was a long time ago. Long time ago. Like maybe, maybe 2018. Um, so I didn't. I haven't listened to Dynamite a minute or AM Paradox. I haven't listened to that uh, yet. So, but you can also listen to AM Paradox and tell me how it is if you want. But Lost the EP because uh first song Why Is It So Hard so good. Uh, Trust of course come um came right back that whole three run right there and around me that whole four run pounds was good too but um. It's probably my least favorite, maybe I think, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. But Target on my chest, well, um, Lost Hendrix was nice too, you know. I feel like it's just really good. Oh, I guess A and Paradox is longer because it's five songs in twenty two minutes. A Lost is six songs in nineteen minutes, so it's, it's longer. Probably a song is an extra minute, of course. Um, or extra some minutes around, even some seconds. But that whole EP of Fuck the World by Brent Fires, the only songs I really don't like is probably Lost because get money. Probably, uh, and maybe bluffing a tiny bit. And I used to not like fuck the world, the songs I'm in London like that. But those, I think it's okay now. I think it's okay. Um, I think it's good actually. It's a good song, really good song. Um, what else I would say that's a good? Oh, Sound to Sun, I got listen to that again. But I recommend that as well. And in terms of a TV show that I've been watching, I'm going to go to HBO Max. I've been watching Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, so I recommend that. In terms of cartoons, Key and Peele, I'll tell you the first season because the first two episodes is really, really funny. Um, Ed and Nettie, I recommend as well. The Boondocks, because that's on here. The South Park vaccination special was kind of okay. Wasn't too bad. Courage of Cali Dog, Adventure Time, Gumball, regular show. Just kind of scrolling to just be honest so I can see enough show. Uh, I want to see Close Enough by J.G. Quintel as well because it's the same art, of course, because it's his art and same creator because you know his show so um and all the dc stuff on here really and probably and my neighbor totoro and all the ghibli movies that's on here shout out to uh studio ghibli um but that's it for now i love you guys i'm gonna put the course the link in the description for my insta my twitter uh the recommendations for the week and that's really it uh i think this was a good episode it's fine cool i didn't speak too much i kind of wrapped it up nicely and tightly I'm going to see y'all niggas later. R.A.G. Representing Generation, a.k.a. RAG, with Amir Kamasi. And I'm out. Peace.